0: Damn, you that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Uh. Yeah. A message to all you pseudo-spitters spitters. sound is cool, but the trend I see is the truth is missing. I feel the flow is stupid. You claim that the music's different. I guess it's all opinion, depending on who was listening.
1: What's the word, y'all? It's KTR underscore podcast. Hashtag KTR. We are KTN. We are back in the building for episode 75. Episode 75. That is crazy. We are on episode 75, live and direct with No Rose Podcast. Hashtag KTL. We are KTN. We are back with another one for y'all it's gonna be a good show too it's a milestone episode right here and for a milestone episode we're gonna have some good topics for y'all today and this is the episode for that and before we dive into this episode i gotta check in with my brothers big harvin Jabo himself how are y'all doing today my brothers i'm good today went to church seen my right. mother i'm doing good i'm doing really good how about
0: y'all yeah, you look like you had a good day, man. I'm happy for you. That's, that's a beautiful thing.
1: Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'm
0: good. Yeah, happy evening, brothers. That, that's right. Evening.
1: They're happy evening. Happy evening. And yeah. well, before we dive into this evening for this episode, though, y'all got to do one simple favor for me, and that is two. us on all social media platforms, KTL underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, the no Rose podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Another Rose podcast, all podcast platforms, got Google Podcasts, got Spotify, got Anchor, got Apple Podcast, got Pocket. everything. And don't forget to get that merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash KTR Podcast. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's get into the show. You yeah. And let's get into the show. I don't know where we're going to start off at. There's so much we could talk about, but let's just get, let's just get out the way, the way real quick. And that is SummerSlam. I don't know how we're going to talk about it. Don't know how we're gonna discuss it, but it just happened, and I feel like the best way is just to kick it off because I don't want to make it too much of our whole shebang, Pretty much, I don't want to make the whole episode of because we got other topics to dive in too. But yeah. we're just gonna go. We're gonna do a little round table. We're gonna go one by one by one. Tell us what you uh, think of the show and just give like an outline here and there and this and that. You know, we're gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna kick it off. You know, I'm in a good mood today. It's episode seventy five. I feel like talking stuff moderate. We are just gonna dive into it. Summer Slam of 2023 in Detroit. It was a good show. It was it was a good show. I'm I'm gonna give it a strong. Uh I'm gonna B plus. I'm gonna give B plus. I was I, I was on the fence of A minus B plus, but it a little bit more need to have for it to get an A minus. but I'm gonna give it B plus it was solid. First match, it, it was great because I, I love it when somebody beats j favorite wrestler. It, it just, <laughs> it, 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 it makes my day. So, yeah, we saw Logan Paul defeat Ricochet. And then, you know, we had uh, other match. We had Cody Rose versus Brock Lesnar. That match was cool. Brock Lesnar was beating that ass the whole match pretty much. But something about that match to me just didn't feel right when Cody Rose won. I have no idea what it was. We can discuss that later on. But just something about that win just wasn't convincing when somebody beats the Beast Incarnate. We've seen Seth Rollins beat him. It felt convincing. We've, we've seen Roman Reigns defeat him um, a number of times. It felt convincing. But something about Cody Rose winning this third match just seemed a little off. I'm not sure about that. Another match we had was... Um, Unfortunately, but Shane Basil versus Ronda Rousey. I mean, we all have our opinion about that. We know how we feel about that. So we're going to move on. But shout out to Shane Basil for winning and defeating Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey going to take some time off now, looks like. And that's good because it means the time away from the microphone. We don't need that. Uh, well, match we had, we have Finn Balor versus um, Seth Rollins. In my opinion, that was the best match on the card, uh, performance wise to me, hands down. Uh, didn't I see. I predicted that, uh what's the name? Finn Balor will win, but it didn't happen Seth Rollins won, but it is what it is. We had Gunther versus Drew McIntyre, which was a shocker that Gunther won, but I'm glad that it happened because as a collective, I can speak for everybody that we want Drew McIntyre to be on the main card position instead of for five and four, that mid-card title. You know, Gunther has been doing a great job of representing that Intercontinental title. So we got that out of the way. Um, triple threat match: Charlotte, Bianca, uh, Oscar. Triple threat match. Good quality match between three top performers in the women's division. No, but at the end of the day, Money Bank cash in came through, and EO Sky became the new WWE Women's Champion. Is that, or she's the World Champion? She's the no, WWE because the World Champion is re-ripped. Really so yeah. But actually, Bianca won the match. We, let's get that of the way. Bianca won the match, but the cash didn't happen on her. So that happened. And is there another match I'm forgetting about besides the main event? The Battle Royal. Oh, yeah. 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 We ain't got to say much about that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, last and, and not least, Roman Reigns retained his WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship and a surprise, and then we're probably going to dive in that, too. But, like I said, for me, I give it a B plus. Yeah. So, what, what y'all think? Go ahead. Uh,
2: uh Yeah. Go, go ahead, Harp. I'll let you go next. I normally go, so you go.
0: I think a solid B, B+, is um, as accurate as it gets, mainly because of the booking decisions. Most of the matches had questionable endings. Um, They just didn't seem very well thought out to me. Uh, We can talk about the Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes ending. The way he won the match just didn't make sense. Um, When what we've seen from other people, it's taken more to keep Brock down, to put Brock away. It just wasn't a realistic way for it to go. Um, The triple threat with the women, since uh, Cinco was just talking about that, I thought that was a really good match. But again, the booking decision. Really ruined it for me. Um, It made no sense to have a title switch on top of a title switch when it's already a three person match. So now it gives the illusion that the next match would have to be four people, which is fine in theory. But this match still struggled for them to find the right tone in the story for people to care about it. So I don't feel like that booking decision was smart for what the match already was. Um, What else did we have? Um, I feel like same thing Cinco said. I actually agree with him uh, to an extent about Drew deserving more. Um, I knew that Gunther was going to retain because they want him to beat ton- uh, Honky Tonk Man's record. So, you know, we, we I knew he was going to retain. Um, I thought the match was a little lacking. They didn't take it as tough or as hard as I thought they were, especially with it being Drew's comeback match. So I, I expected a little bit more out of that. Um, Ronda the uh don't even talk about that Ronda Rousey, uh 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 Shana Baszler match. They could have done better if they sent him out there and just told them to spar like they did back in the MMA days. Uh, a half-paced spar would have been better than that match. Match is terrible. All right, completely, completely terrible. Um LA night. Yeah, I still feel no, I still feel that they uh need to pull the trigger on LA Knight, but constellation wins like this isn't the way. There's no such thing as a SummerSlam Battle Royal. It's never happened before. Likely won't happen consistently in the future. They have so many other Battle Royals. Andre the Giant, the actual Royal Rumble. It dilutes the importance of a win like that. It was just really for the crowd to see them and pop. You get the crowd to get a really big reaction at a big event, which is smart. But the the win didn't mean anything. It meant absolutely nothing. Um the world title match with Seth and Finn was really good. Again, I feel like I like the booking decision as far as what they're doing with Damian Priest and Finn Balor. I don't feel like Rhea Ripley and Dom really added anything to it except just to be the other two members of the group being there, which I understand as well, but it wasn't necessary. Um, What else do we have? Throw something else at me.
1: Logan Paul Ricochet.
0: Logan Paul and Ricochet. Okay. Um, good match. I'm not gonna be mad at it. I wish that they had done more with uh Samantha being at ringside because he caught her into attention during their feud so many yeah. times. Um he, they mentioned it during commentary, he was talking to her during the match, and then you had one of his no-name friends come out, hand him the little brass nooks, and um that's how you win. She's sitting there right in the eyesight. Not guess she a ring announcer, but if you're gonna involve her in the feud, involve her in the feud. Have her jump up, get the refs' attention, or run up and actually try to wrestle the 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 the, the, the uh, brass run knuckles away from her, something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Actually give her some substance instead of just having her sit there. And then they're like, "Oh, well now she has to say his name," which to me was a dope concept. It it had a lot more to it than what we got is what I feel. Yeah. Um, the only one left, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Was, Shock value is all I have for that ending. It was not a very good match. It's not the match that I wanted for Jay Uso and Roman Reigns to have. The pacing was really, really, really slow. Sometimes it was like 90 seconds, two minutes between any move being done. I, I just feel like they tried. They trying to stretch it now and it's not as organic as it was before. It doesn't. I'm sure they'll find a way to explain it because it's all this little family drama. It's just going to be brother versus brother cool. But going into it, that doesn't make sense. Having Jimmy betray Jay does not make a lick of sense at this point in the story. It doesn't, especially because they teased uh, what was going on with Solo. That made more sense. That mistake and that stare down and that possible crumble would have made more sense than having Jimmy come out there at all it was just for the shock value and I'm disappointed in how that whole match went down, but I'm sure they'll, they'll pick it up and, you know, they'll make it work.
1: J-Roll. I'll
2: go through, I'll go through mine quickly, but no, you both, both gave good points on I'm more of a critic. I would give SummerSlam this year actually a hard C plus. I, Because overall, it had good elements, but there was also some very, you know, not so good elements. So, like I said, I'll go through it quickly. Logan Paul, Ricochet, of course, I enjoyed the match. Um, Obviously, I think they're setting up for another match because there's no way they're going to, you know, just leave it off like this, especially with how good the match was and how invested it was, like with Harv mentioned, bringing Samantha into it. I I see them doing something else with it. Um, But as far as the match itself, I think it did what it needed to if it's starting something else. Um, I agree with you all. I wasn't excited for Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar 3, but then again, I wasn't excited for Cody versus Brock Lesnar 1 or 2. The ending, I mean, it's expected if you want Cody Rhodes to come out strong, but I didn't believe when he won the first time at Backlash. Um, The second match, I believe, because Brock Lesnar dominated and won, so I get that one. Uh, But the third one, I just didn't care for it. I didn't care for the match. I didn't care for the ending. I didn't care for any of it. LA Knight winning, great. The problem with LA Knight and with these battle royals is that they give battle royals to people, to to wrestlers where the fans are behind them and they don't want to push them. But here's a battle royal win so we can give you something. That That's all those are. They also do that with wrestlers who've been around for a long time, but they don't know what to do with. Like Baron Corbin was one of them. Uh, wasn't they one of the hype bros with Zach? Ryan? What's his name? Who won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal?
0: Yeah, he ain't even around no more. Yeah, he handy. Run,
2: like they gave it to him too. Like it was. It is. It's,
0: it's battle
2: royals to, to people just to say here you did something. When Mojo Rawley. What's was name? Mojo Rawley. I just remember saying <laughs> name. Mojo not See, we only remember the dude's name. Like
0: Mojo. What's he, <laughs> <he's laughs> that man's name?
2: Shayna Baszler and uh, Ronda Rousey worst match of the night. Um, the fact that they had MA, MMA rules—that's just stupid. Anytime you're in the WWE, look—it's two completely separate sports. No one wants to see a basketball match on the football field. Okay, no one wants to see a a soccer game in a I don't know in a hockey. It, it's I don't you know make- about
1: that. You know, I, I would I wouldn't mind seeing you know. Patrick Mahomes play uh Lamar Jackson one on one basketball. You know, shut no,
2: up, no, 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 you don't. <laughs> anyway, no, it was the worst match of the night, and I I don't like it because this was really a chance for Shayna Baser to really shine and be like another force in the women's division. But it it did nothing for her. It, I I hope they can capitalize off of whatever they got from it, but I don't see much coming from the match. Um, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. I liked the match, but it wasn't long enough. Drew McIntyre versus Gunther it was the third shortest match of the night. That should have been like a darn near Iron Man match with you know the caliber of both superstars. But the match was only 13 minutes long. Um of course Gunther won which is understandable like Harv mentioned with the Honky Tonk Man's uh uh reign but it just wasn't long enough for me. It should have been the match should have been longer. Um Seth Rollins versus Finn Bálor great it was a great match. I like the way it ended. Um I didn't really care too much for Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, one and two, but I, I cared a little bit more about this third matchup. It, it, it was kind of surprising to me, so I did like that one. Triple threat match with a women's title. It was a sloppy match, in my opinion. It was just sloppy all across the board. I expected better from the, the caliber of the three women that we had. Um, I have no problem with Io Sky winning the championship. I just don't like how they gave it
1: to her. I just don't. You know, like Bianca getting pinned.
2: Yes, that's
0: <laughs> the that's
2: point. That's
0: if it was Charlotte, he wouldn't care. <laughs> I, it, to be it, honest, if it was Charlotte, it would have held more weight. I wouldn't have been as upset not because it was Charlotte, but because she's she was going for her 15th championship. Yeah. She can take the L.
2: Bianca can't, especially if that was the she first she shouldn't have took that L title. No. It, it, could,
0: it,
1: it could have just been a quick add-on to Charlotte Flair's you no know, 15-time title. 15
0: and then snatch it from her. Yeah. Right.
1: So it could be close. And, so she can get to that 16-time title real fast. Yeah. Or even when with it Oscar. matters. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oscar could have pulled off like a you know a roller pin victory and then just won it that way. I mean, there's I just didn't like how they, they ended it with Bianca coming back as a soul survivor. I mean, obviously she took advantage of the fact that she got hurt in the match, but it just it just didn't end out right in my opinion. It it just didn't. Um and then lastly with Reigns and Jay Uso, I agree. Um out of the three matches, this was honestly the worst one out of the three. The first Match they had together was great. The second match, in my opinion, was even better. This third one, yeah, it was too slow. But the ending with Jimmy Uso coming in, what they're doing with the bloodline at this point, they're just trying to milk the bloodline for what it has. That's all it is. They're trying to milk it for as much, because as Hard mentioned, there's no reason why Jimmy needs to betray his twin brother. It's not. Um, it. Of course, they're setting it up. Or maybe a triple threat match with Solo, the Usos, and Roman or whatever. But it's, uh, it, it, there's no need for it. Um, and honestly, as you think about it, you really shouldn't be shocked with the match between Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso, because that match, it has to be a storytelling match. It has to be. If you look at like Roman Reigns in ring, you know, he doesn't do that many moves. Jimmy Uso, he doesn't do that many moves either. He does like a super kick, Samoan drop, splash. Um, so that's Thunder. about yeah. You're not going to get that much of a wrestling matchup with them anyway, which is different from a lot of Roman Reigns' other opponents. So, on that aspect, I expect it, but even the storytelling part in the match, just yeah, like Harvey, it's, it's too slow, it was way too slow. So, I don't really care how it's was going, but hey, you know, the bloodline is the hottest thing that we got going on right now, so might as well take as much advantage of
0: it as possible.
1: That's it. I feel you on that. Like I said, SummerSlam overall, well, it was a, a good, decent show, but you know, no, you got opinions on it here and there. What really just threw me off of anything is how Brock Lesnar ended his match with you no know, showing respect, congratulating Cole Rose, never seen him do anything like that after a match. So I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not understanding like was this a signifying for Brock Lesnar in the future or what they got going on with this, I I, I have no idea. It, it was it just threw me for a loop.
0: With I'm really surprised. surprised they haven't had people start. The crowd hasn't started turning on Cody Rhodes, to be honest with you, because they are ham fisting this shit at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ham.
0: Like they are trying, they are hammering. He's just great. He's a good guy. He's backstage petting dogs during segments and kissing babies and shit. Like dude, it's 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 a little too goody two shoes for for this era. I feel like usually people will be like, "All right, this nigga wild and this corny," you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm just I'm surprised myself that more people aren't turned off by how hard they are trying to hammer home the fact that Cody Rhodes is this all American good guy. This is really weird to me.
2: I think the reason why the fans aren't earned yet is because Cody Rhodes, technically speaking, isn't hogging the spot yet. I think when he gets to the position where it's like, okay, every main event is good guy, world champion, Cody Rhodes, the new super Cena, and he's winning every match against every opponent. I think when he gets to that point, people will be like, all right, we're done. But Triple H or whoever's in the career, they're smart. They're smart to like put his match not at the main event of the card, but like right here in the middle, and you know throw him in there from time to time. They're they're smart by taking it slow. But you're right. I I feel they're they're going to get to the point where they're going to turn on him anyway. Yeah. And
0: speech,
1: speak speak soft. We say hard.
0: Oh. I said it's real soft. He's looking real s a w f t. All right, soft.
1: Good, great reference. Great reference. <laughs> Missed that man. Wish him well. But speaking of turns, a certain group has made an apparent hill turn possibly um, on Friday Night SmackDown, and that is the Street Profits. And we've we recently talked about the Street Props on the last episode about what direction they're going to go in. And it appears that has been shown and displayed. Bobby Lashley got in the street prop his head, and it looks like they in for the, the business now. Look like they made a little heel turn on uh, who? What the uh, Brawling Bruce, Brawling Bruce, and uh, the OC—that's who it was the in in that uh, tag team match. And they just beat everybody ass in the match. So, yeah. how you feel about this new heel turn for Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford joining up with Bobby Lashley? Great. Great, I, I, I'm with
2: it. The the street properties has been faces for as long as we can remember. This this is terrific for them. I'm actually, to be honest with you, I'm more interested in what Anthony Dawkins is going to be doing in it. Um, he he cleaned up well. Uh, he he he's he got, really he got <laughs> haircut. I'm proud. <laughs> he so did. He took a, the the pants were skeet as hell, but I mean he he's really taking advantage of this new role. I. I really think Angela Dawkins is just the dark horse in the tag team of the Street Profits anyway, because when every when everyone was boosting up Montez 4, Angela Dawkins worked harder in, uh, uh, in his tag team era with them when he had singles matches. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing what he's going to do. Montez 4 is going to be great. Bobby Lashley going to hopefully get another opportunity for a main event world title run. So, I mean, I see a lot of great things out of this. So I have no, no negative.
0: I agree for the most part. I feel like they have to at least play to heal tactics to get over. Uh, Bobby Lashley is so much better as a heel than as a face because he doesn't have to talk as much as a face. That man yeah. can't talk. All right. No matter how long, how many years he's been in the business, MMA business, he can't talk. All right. I agree with J Bo um, Dawkins is the dark horse. And I feel like the heel persona would feed him more. Mm-hmm. Uh Montez comes off more as a face. So I think that'll help with basically putting them over to the tweener status they were with the original uh hurt business. They were supposed mm. to be heels, but people loved them. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I think that, that that's that's a safe space for them to be. Um I was hoping before that battle royal, it was like, man, all they need to do is throw MVP and Omos back out there, and then they had Omas come out and I don't know what the hell he had on, but I don't even want I don't I don't want him in the group no I don't want to see him no more. That little vest hoodie thing was just—I don't—I don't know what that was, bro. That was bad. Uh, but as far as the group, I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Launch that move.
1: Yeah, we're gonna see what happens with this group. I said I'm all for it because I'm, I'm for them being together, and not being separated. For how everybody else wanted to happen, everybody else wanted to see them. I'm glad they're keeping them together. I just want to see what is to come about this whole. New triple threat between the three of them. What the new group name is gonna be called, and see what type of tactics they're gonna be going in with. You know, being the new twinner Hills in this. So mm-hmm. as long as they ain't separated, I'm good though. But speaking about separations, mm-hmm. this one this one hurt my heart a little bit. I don't, I don't I don't know if this is a temporary thing or what's to come for the future for the long term, but. Uh, looks mm-hmm. like for now, Trick Mellow Game is no longer. Mm-hmm. Trick Williams wants to become his own man and handle business in the ring by himself and not appear to the public to be Mellow sidekick. Even though we never thought that. Obviously, none of us did. We, we see Trick for what. I see Triple he is. I see. I see your face hard. Let's see. I see Triple he is, and like they they both feed off each other. They they are a good tag team, a good partnership. They they work well together, you know. But obviously, you see who gets more of the quote unquote spotlight. You see whose name is bigger on the nameplate when the two wrestlers come out. Obviously, and this and that. But at the same time, they are breaking up. Looks like Trick Williams about to start a new rivalry against uh Ilya. I can't say Dragon off, we're gonna just talk about that. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna see how it goes about that. But how do you feel about this this separation between Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes?
0: I feel like it was expertly done and done the best way it could have been done, uh, <laughs> without them having to break up the violent way with the turn and all that other stuff. Um He did it right. It was a respectable. It was it was, um, you know, a mutual split. Um, And I do believe most people see him as the sidekick because that's the way he's been positioned. It's very similar to how we talk about Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. If they were to break up, we see that Montez will be seen this way and Ford will be seen this way because they already are in the tag team. Um, But that's not necessary. That doesn't have to necessarily be the case like we just talked about with the new group. Who the dark horse is, is the same thing with, with them two. So I feel mm-hmm. like he does need to separate himself to an extent, but they didn't do it in a way where we'd be seeing them feuding anytime soon. So you could always see some kind of reunion, some kind of alliance. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not it's not it for them, basically. So I'm I'm, I'm not mad at it. I like the way they did it. There's a rare good breakup story by WWE. Yeah. I agree. And anytime a tag team separates,
2: it does not have to be a legitimate hill turn. Uh, the only person, I, actually, I don't think neither one of them are negatively affected by this, but if there was one who's going to be affected, negatively affected by this, it is actually Carmelo Hayes. I,
1: that, uh, see, look, yeah, That's why it, it, it is. No, go, it, ahead, go ahead break it down, j you're,
2: you're right, because Carmelo Hayes, don't get me wrong, he's great on the mic, he's great on the ring, he, he's he's a, a great all-around star. We've been saying that for the longest time. However, uh, when it comes to Trick Williams, he gives him that additional aid, that, that that silent aid to his whole entire persona that just boosted just a little bit more every single week. But it boosts Carmelo Hayes' persona, while Trick Williams, he's just, he's here. He's the aid. He's the one on the side. So now that they are going their own ways, uh, Trick Williams, he has a trajectory that he can take, and he can go ahead and go. Carmelo Hayes is already up here. He just has to maintain where he is this time without Trick Williams. But with Trick Williams, he can he can really benefit off this. He can he can feed off the fact where he was about to go in on. All- he he's been doing a lot of matches on main event. I don't even watch main event like that, but I have watched a few of his matches, and he has been consistently getting better in the ring. I see a lot of promise come out of Trick Williams, and this separation is going to be beneficial. It's going to be beneficial for Trick Williams to see how well he does a single competitor and it's also going to be a test for Carmelo Hayes to see how he's going to stay in the spotlight that he is by himself this time. So yeah it's is it can be a win-win both ways. It just depends on where the career is going.
1: Yeah I, I see that from a standpoint too because like I say on Trick Williams' part the main thing he probably have to like just say his improvement just as a single competitor is you no know, in-ring ability if, if anything because he he, he got the look, got the size, got the mic skill already, like, down pat. Like, that's not the problem. And he he, he we can easily see him switching back and forth and just being a good guy and a bad guy, because we've seen that too as well when they partnership. On Melo's side, no, in-ring, not a problem. Um, like I said, he's already in that spotlight. I'll just say just for him, um, it would – I mean, that's, it's not necessarily like his mic skill not even bad, but, like – it's, it's better with Trick. That's the thing it's about better. it. Like, Trick helps give that, that kick booster when like, he talks on the mic. I'm not saying, like, no, obviously, Melo is probably better than average than other people on the, on the main roster on the mic. But I say that's, like, it could be better, you know. Just mm-hmm. see how he does it by himself. See how he carries that entertainment factor on his own, you know, because he, he has just a lot more to do since he is of uh, the smaller stature because, you know, how they view smaller wrestlers.
2: I just hope that, and this is a long run, just in the future, I just hope that they don't give Trick Williams the R-Truth effect because he is so comedic and entertaining on the mic that they start focusing more on what he can do on the mic than what he's actually showing in the ring. So that that's one thing I just hope they don't do, but either way, I, I see a lot of promise
1: in this. Or-
0: I thought I spoke on it first. But no, I know.
1: I, I thought you had because we would just a chiming in, and have everything. Add. I know people had something to add before we. You know.
0: Oh no, I mean I agree with everything y'all said uh, as far as who gets the upside and who has. They both have a little bit that they need to prove uh, due to this separation, but of course, Trick, he just got to prove himself that he can stand on his own. Uh, yeah. where you know, he he needs somebody to feed off of. He does, so we got to see how he stand on his own. Um... But I don't know. It's complicated. I, I, I feel like they'll be fine, to be yeah, honest they, they, They're going to be fine. Be fine like, that's,
1: that's just not the problem. We just want to see them elevated to that next level for, like, mainstream They purposes. both have the
0: small stature. That always worries you. But I'm not thinking either of them are going to get called up too soon. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah. Um, yeah,
0: but not, right. yeah you, can't, you can't deny that that's always going to be complicated. But when you have a personality big enough, which I think both of them have, sometimes it's hard to deny so you know I, I feel like that's going to be beneficial in the future too yeah so I said
1: wish y'all well hope for the best and I said we know y'all are going to be successful we just want y'all to take WWE by storm and be the face of this company Yeah. and speaking of face of the company <laughs> I don't know if this is a good segue or not because I don't know if we call, consider him a face of the company or not but he's one, of the, he's one of the good people that we're going to speak on but okay, it's, it's about Big E you know No, not a face. But I I know, but I said it was. I don't know how to to, to segue. I'm like, yeah. So, but we're here now, Biggie. Yeah. So we've seen numerous reports all over social media uh, about Biggie. No, fortunately, he is has recovered from his neck injury, which is a great thing. Says he has majority strength back, full mobility, and feels fine. But also reports from. Medical professionals, doctors, whatnot, yada yada stuff like that, saying that he probably should not step foot in a wrestling ring again. And with that, it's very unfortunate because you know, something like that when you've been doing something you love for like majority of your life, it's hard just to just <laughs> step away from it when it's not by choice and it's by force due to unforeseen for, unforeseen circumstances that is out of your hands. So, I get that. And you know there's there have been people in the past, you know, who've had these injuries but also wanted to you no, know, go against, you know, go against the grain and try to prove the doctors wrong that they could still do it and do other things. So, with that, do you see Big E stepping foot in the wrestling ring again in some type of capacity or do you think We've seen Laz biggie in the dirty ring and he's got off to of doing other adventures. Like I said, me personally, I said, he might as well just for his own safety, step, step away from it, become an ambassador. Cause he he's a great, he would be a great ambassador. Like I say He has the personality. He has the look. Everybody already loves him. Like I said, he take over what Titus O'Neil doing and, and get that check still because they're really going to keep him. He, he's very marketable. So we mm-hmm. you can't argue against that. But that's just my opinion. I don't see him trying to challenge these doctors, saying he could wrestle, stepping away, going to another wrestling promotional company, and continue to wrestle like, you know, how, like, Paige did or Daniel Bryan, things like that. So, yeah. But this that's my opinion.
0: What y'all think? Yeah, in like six years, you're going to see that pop up on social media. It's going to say Big E is AEW. That's all I was going <laughs> to say. What? Where are you going? <laughs> About five, six years. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get tired of all that ambassador stuff. You know what I'm saying? He got, he got, he got the itch. He got the itch. He need to get back in the ring. That's right. It's happening. Six years. I feel it's like he's trolling counting. right now. You know, yeah, I am. I think. That he's I know.
1: Trying.
0: That's why like, I feel like he's trolling right now. <laughs> I do think that he needs. It. It's sad, man. He's young. He was on the upward uh, trajectory. And, yeah, certain circumstances, man, it just happen like that sometimes. So I agree he needs to stay safe, stay alive. That's more important than anything else. You'd rather be walking around collecting that ambassador check than in a wheelchair.
1: True.
2: Uh, Edge wrestled for, what, two decades before he had his injury, gone for 10 years, came back. Daniel Bryan had his injury. He went to different doctors and he came back. Big E has his injury, but I think the difference between him and the other two, and I don't know Big E personally. I'm just basing it off like his podcast that he has with the New Day, and just hearing him over time. I don't think that he has that same itch really to want to get back into the ring. I think he wants to be involved with wrestling, sure, but there's nothing left for Big E to prove. He is he's a former WWE champion. He's a multi-time tag team champion, Intercontinental champion, a part of one of the most successful factions in all of wrestling, a black faction at that. I mean, the Big E has done more than a lot of wrestlers like us will probably ever get the opportunity to do. And I think Big E takes advantage of that. I think he's proud of that. Um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some thoughts in the back of his head Point where he's like, okay, should I try to get back in the WWE, or should I see if Tony Khan wants to sign me a contract? You know, I, I'm pretty sure there's some type of thoughts like that. But I think overall, I think he's good with where he's at. I don't, I don't think he needs to get back in the ring. You guys already said he just stay safe, enjoy your life. WWE, they'll, they'll make sure you get a check for something. They'll, they'll make sure you get a check for something. Okay, you are still valuable. Okay, you're still very valuable. He's still an asset to the WWE. And I think he will be for a very long time. So unfortunate situation, but I, I still think that he can be a part of what he does well in some capacity. I think he'll be fine.
1: I said, at least he became W champion for all this happened. So that that's Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. you say you won one of the very few of us that became yeah. champion. So Yeah, I'll it was take like it. exactly. But like with all that, like I said. Stay safe and stay healthy and get that ambassador check because you're you gonna get it. That's the thing about you. you're gonna get it. Damn it you, you're gonna be saving money because you ain't gotta pay no more, more money to to purchase your wrestling tires and stuff anymore. Less traveling, your body's gonna be in great condition now because you ain't gotta bump around on that mat. Like, yeah, yeah, look, look out for your future. That That's all I gotta say, but like I said. Who we tell somebody's been wrestling for so many years, but like I said, our opinion is just seemed like he got he had that type of itch, like mm-hmm. he needs to get back in the ring. Like, oh my god, like I I really do feel like he's content if he's not able to return. Like he he can say that he had a great career and more more certainly has a Hall of Fame career at that. Either mm-hmm. as a singles or a taxing wrestler, so that's a good thing, right? There, if not both, yeah. So, so we have to, but like I said, Biggie, we wish you well and hope for the best for you. Mm-hmm. And with that, that is all the time we have for episode 75. We thank y'all for listening, we thank y'all for tuning in, we thank y'all for joining us. We appreciate the love and the support for all 75 episodes. There would not be a KTR without y'all. But until then, y'all do this one simple favor for us and that is to follow us all social media platforms, KTR underscore, podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. No Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, No Rose Podcast, all podcast platforms. Got Google Podcast, got Spotify, got Anchor, got Apple Podcasts, got Podbean on everything, and don't forget to get your merch at ProgressTeams.com slash KTR Podcast. Let's get in, let's go. And that's the end of the show. Good job, Cinco. Thank you, appreciate it. This is episode seventy-five, live and direct, No Rose Podcast hashtag KTR, and we are out for the seventy-fifth time. What should they do, big cars?
0: There's a lot of number pumping, ain't it? That is that's, that's a lot. That's of seventy-five oh. of them. Dudes. Do you, do you, you know
1: what, Do you know when you said the first time? pump them numbers. Do you know? Episodes? I
0: don't. I'm gonna find out because next episode is supposed to be my episode. So yeah, we're gonna do it. That's right. Yeah. Pump them numbers, baby. That don't compute in my mind. I must be out of mind. Black fist high, rally up before we out of time.